I'm Dr. Michelle Perez. And I'm Billy Liggett. And this Rise with Orange. Good morning, Campbell community, and thank you for joining us for our first Facebook Live edition of our podcast, Rhymes with Orange. This is a special episode um, because we're here to talk about a very special occasion at Campbell University, and that is the groundbreaking ceremony for the Student Union, which is next Wednesday, April 25th, 2 p.m. Um, Campbell University will celebrate the new centerpiece of its campus, uh, which a facility that will feature dining, uh, new dining, new ballroom, a new fitness center, a new movie theater, and so much more. It's a building that's sure to transform this campus in many ways, and that's why we're all here and very, very excited to talk about it to you today. So for the next about 40 minutes to an hour, uh, we're going to talk to some very important people um, that helped make the student union possible. Uh, first up for us will be Vice President of advancement for institutional advancement, Dr. Britt Davis, and Vice President for Business and Treasurer, Mr. Jim Roberts. And then later on, we'll have more guests after after that. So please stick with us. The important thing is, since you're watching us live, um, we would love to hear your questions. So please comment along. And uh, if you have any questions about the Student Union, we'd be happy to answer it. Um, if you have any questions about anything Campbell related, well, we'd be happy to answer those too. So let's get started. It looks like we finally are starting to get some viewers now. So uh, Dr. Davis, Mr. Roberts, welcome to Rhymes with Orange. This is your first time on our show. And, yes, uh, thank you. Very special edition. So um, Mr. Roberts, I'm going to start with you because uh, I want to ask you to give, I, I heard this term the other day, your elevator speech okay. for the student union. <laughs> Somebody comes up to you and says, tell me about this new building you get, you've got going. Well, this is your chance right now. Very good. Well, the student union that we're building is going to be placed on Leslie Campbell Avenue in place of where we had two residence halls, where we had Baldwin and Kitchen Hall. Those have both been taken down now, and so our next uh, motion from there is to begin the actual construction. The facility is 115,000 square feet. It'll house our food service venues. It'll house a ballroom to take care of uh, all of our major events that we have. We'll also have a two-story facility for exercise as well as a movie theater for uh, 200. Uh, three food service venues that are in there which will take the place of Marsh Banks and the Oasis and then a third venue that's up on second floor and then there are student life offices that'll be in there. Student uh, uh, folks will be on the second floor over the top of where we're going to remove Barnes & Noble from the building they're currently in, and that'll be located in that facility as well. So the building is a three, is really a three-pod building with two buildings facing Leslie Campbell Avenue and then the main area, the main facility facing back towards main campus. So with the magic of duct tape, we've got images of this new building um, yes. up behind you. And this one, I don't know if you can see it very well. It looks like you can see it pretty well on our on our live feed. But this this image at the bottom, I absolutely love this image because this is really going to show what this what this building will look like when complete, and just how it will complete. I think the academic circle. So, um, tell tell me a little bit about why this location. Why was it important to put it right there? 
Well, as the architects and master planners looked at our campus, one of the things that they really felt like was important was that this be a centerpiece. Uh, this is one of our real true facilities for students. Mm -hmm. And with students living on both sides of campus, uh, the north and the south, then we have the ability to bring them together here and its connectivity here on the east side with the Convocation Center. And then also near the chapel as well as the main uh, academic ellipse that fits in the middle. It just was the perfect location for that facility. Okay. You know, Billy, uh, if I if I might add on to that, you might. This is a uh, this is a uh, this is an anchor uh, facility that you know that the university didn't have. This is a flag. This will be a flagship facility, I think, as uh, as Jim said, that will connect the north and the south uh, parts of campus in terms of the residents and where they live and, and, and whatnot. And it was really just a missing piece that the university did not have. Uh, when we've added all these new things over the past 15 years, it's it's time. Let's talk about that missing piece element. I know there are there are studies out there that show that um, your student union on a on a campus should be a whatever percentage of your of your campus. And the current student union we have, I think the number was less than one percent of the square footage of our campus was dedicated to our current student union. And this will be much more than that. Why why is that number important, and why is the size of this facility important? And uh, Dr. Davis, I'll let you. Uh, um, I'll let you answer that one. You know, the thing that I recall when we started having these conversations about a new student union um, oh, two or three years ago, and we brought groups of students together and focus groups and that type of thing, and uh, we went to other universities and looked at their facilities and what they had and what they had to offer. But the one thing that always stands out to me was a quote from one of our students on a survey who said, we have plenty of places to do things at Campbell University, but we have very few places just to be. Just to be with friends, just to be social, where we're not compromising or, or in conflict with the purpose of another facility, such as the library. That Some said the library becomes the de facto student union, but it's really a study space, right. and yet they're gathering there to socialize, to be with friends, uh, to not necessarily always have an obligation. So uh, I think that's a, that was a, a feature point, a focal point of the university that just so desperately needed. Uh, we'll stay with you real quick, uh, Dr. Davis, about all the new that's coming to this. Um, step out of your role as vice president and yeah. just and just enroll as uh, a, a fan of Campbell University, what what most excites you about what's what's going to be a part of the student union? Uh, I think what most excites me about what's going to happen with the student union, there, there are two things. One is just the wow factor. I think when people come on our campus right now, minus this new student union, and they haven't ever been on our campus before, or maybe they're a Campbell graduate and they haven't been here in, say, more than 10 years, they all say the same thing wow, I had no idea. Or I've seen pictures in the magazine, but it just doesn't do it justice seeing the new convocation center or, you know, the, the new chapel or the new pharmacy school or over at the health sciences campus, whatever it, whatever it might be. I think this is going to add a wow element that when people walk up that says, you know, this is a place 
I want to be part of. This is a place I want to be. For me personally, inside, I think I'm really most excited about the gathering spaces for special events. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we piecemeal that out on campus right now. We do some things in the dining hall. We do some things in the convocation center. And boy, we can dress up a basketball floor nice. <laughs> but it's still a basketball arena when it comes right sure. down to it. Or a sports arena, I should say. It's not just necessarily basketball. So I'm really excited about the special event space uh, and the places for the students to go. Mr. Oh, no, go ahead. Yes, please. Oh, and Billy, I'm sorry to interrupt. Before, Dr. Perez, before you begin to speak, you didn't introduce everybody here in the studio as we started. Yeah, I, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late. It's live. It's, it's, the, uh, it's the live element. And uh, no, uh, uh, Dr. Michelle Perez, she's our assistant vice president of student success. Um, our audience knows her. She's she's been uh, she's been co-hosting with me for this entire semester, actually. And uh, also next to me is Kate Stoneburner. She was our guest two weeks ago. She is our new social media coordinator. And uh, um, and we'll talk about the other guests on the on the other side of this podcast. But uh, Dr. Perez, you're. Uh, I was just wanted to comment on, on something that you said. The wow factor that this adds also that wow factor of wow, the university cares about me as a student. Yes. Because the space is for me as a student, not just for me to develop intellectually, but culturally and socially. I think it's an amazing addition mm -hmm. to the campus. Uh, Mr. Roberts, the you, and uh, Dr. Davis, you, you mentioned the banquet hall, but Mr. Roberts, tell us, this actually excites me a lot, this banquet hall that you're going to have, and you can call it a conference room or a conference center. Um, what kind of events do you envision going in there? Well, that'll take care of, of all of our dinners. We we jokingly refer to uh, the Convocation Center as Marshbanks East because <laughs> we serve all of our big meals over there. Right. So, you know, all of our all of our special events for all yeah. of our students, our, our student awards dinners, our faculty staff awards dinners, uh, the camis that's coming up this coming Monday, those, those will be held here. Uh, any event that uh, we need to have a nice big uh, uh, dinner for that's where this will be held because not only is there the space that you see here, but behind that are all the facilities it takes to cook all those meals and to take care of all that for those folks. So they have the ability yeah. then in that facility, so all that food is prepared right there in that facility. And I didn't realize, yes, the second image we have up here, that is of the, of the banquet hall. And do I understand that the the walls will be situated to where you could you could divide it up into smaller conference rooms. It is. It has that capability as well to be divided up, and that's one of the things that we really wanted to have. So we didn't just have a room that would do 650, but we've got rooms that'll do 100 or 150 each, and you can divide them up. I believe we've got it set right now for three different divisions to make all of that work. So it's going to be really a really well-used facility. Uh, graduation meals, dinners, those kind of things, all of that will be housed in there. Well, plus our student uh, clubs and uh, and activities in Greek life. Uh, many of them have standing meetings where they're mm -hmm. they have you know 50, 75, 80 people, and right now they're using classrooms uh, throughout campus, and and that's okay. Uh, I'm sure they they're able to get their 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 business done, but this will add the element of having a food service uh, connection mm -hmm. plus the the partitionable conference and meeting space right you know so you can partition it down for a group of 50 to 100 but certainly you can open the whole thing up and you have a meeting space or a banquet space for five or six hundred let me throw out my favorite space because it's something that you just almost pass by and don't realize okay this area right here when viewed from either end this is a glass stair tower that stair tower is lined on the inside with LEDs, and that that tower can change color. So as normally will be just a light white that shows in your ability to walk up and down, but 
we win a football game, we win a basketball game, we can color it orange. Uh, during Heart Awareness Week, we can color it red. We can do red and green for Christmas time. We've got all kinds of options there, but that gives us the opportunity there. And that is something special. It's going to be a tower. It's, it's significantly tall. It's, it's 100 feet tall, so it's going to have a nice look to it. That's awesome. Will it reflect my mood as I'm walking through it? Will it be blue if I'm sad? It could, like the okay. mood ring you're wearing today. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're not showing that today. Um, earlier, you both mentioned food, and this is what we call in the business a segue. So um, we're, mo we're moving. <laughs> Wink. We're moving. Uh, we're moving the dining facilities from Marsh Banks to to this place, and uh, I, I it's going to be a larger facility for dining. But you're going to have other dining options. Um, I, whoever wants to jump in here, uh, talk a little bit about how dining changes with this building. Well, let me start, and yeah. we'll go from there. Um, the the way. We use Aramark as our food service uh, folks, and they have worked with us as well as our food service contractor that we hired, uh, uh, to a consultant that we hired to work with us to develop this process. It's going to have an international station. It's going to have a local. It'll, it'll do uh, barbecue. We're going to have a wood-fired barbecue area there. Uh, we'll have all of your home cooking that we have right now. It'll have the salad bar. It'll have the freshens, the fresh uh, uh, vegetables for salad bars, those kind of things. It also will have pizza. It'll have a grill. All of the things that we have in Marshbanks now just Plus. beefed up yeah. to, a, to a larger scale. Uh, two separate uh, drink venues will be in there so you can you know, have all the drinks that, that we currently have in, in our cafeterias with fresh juices and those things as well. So the, the food service takes a real step forward because if you look back, Marshbanks has been our cafeteria since the 50s. And so we are now upgrading that to a 2000s facility that will really be a state-of-the-art great place to, to go in and, and work. I will miss Marsh Banks. I, I do like Marsh Banks. I mean, <laughs> it has a charm. As as, what, what will be the ripple effect of creating this space? Well, and, and Jim, let's talk a little bit about, you know, because we have a Chick-fil-A on campus, we right. have Starbucks on campus, we have a Moe's Southwest Grill on campus, and, and I've had people say to me, Hey, what's going to happen with those facilities? Right. Are those moving in? Talk talk about that a little bit as and well. And those all stay right where they are. Yes. Those are solid. We're going to take the Oasis out, and the Oasis will move in. But it is a new, updated Oasis. That's great. So we have better spaces to sit, better spaces just to be, to yeah. hang out. And yeah. the the way the food service will work also is it's not it doesn't close down at seven o'clock anymore. It's open for students to be in there late, late, late night. Now, I'm not sure it's going to be 24 hours, but that has to come, you know, sure. as right. we move on down the road. But we have plenty of spaces for them to be. On second floor, then we're going to have another area that will be like our, like a freshens that you would find. It, it is going to have the ability to have sandwiches. It's going to have smoothies. It's going yeah. to have, when we have movies, it's going to have popcorn and the candy well, and, and the, the drinks. Center, it's, it's exactly, exactly yeah. right out. So you come out of that second floor of the fitness center, and right there it is, another food service venue right there in front yeah. of you. It's half from there. Segway number two, movies. This will have a movie theater, and, and it's being billed as Harnett County's only movie theater. Um, no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There used to be two in Dunn. There did. One of them, one of them was like a hibachi place now. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's, yeah. Uh, so it will be a true theater. I know the screen can come up, and it will have a nice view of campus as well. But when you say movie theater, so... 
will this be for special events, for movies for special events like that, or will this be kind of like showtimes every Thursday, Friday night, or something like that, maybe open to the public? Do you guys have an idea of what the movie theater, what role that will play, I guess? It has been built and designed to serve as the campus movie theater where we can show movies Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's That's been the purpose of okay. it. Uh, it also will serve as a location for us to bring new students in that they can see a video of the campus. Oh, wow. That can go yeah. raise up, open the doors, and you're looking at the campus. So that's kind of the design. It's only designed for 200. Uh, it can be used by classes right. for them to have classes Absolutely. in yeah. there. It can be used by the athletic folks as they look at their... Uh, uh, guest lectures. Vid- guest yeah, lectures guess, can come in yeah. and use that from that standpoint. Exactly. That's uh, uh, It's another type venue that's just a fraction smaller than uh, the two that we have in the building that we're in here. Uh, with uh, Scott Concert Hall and uh, uh... but Billy I think in terms of you know uh, will it be used every Thursday Friday Saturday night for for movies on an ongoing basis Mm -hmm. we're still working out the details on that but that is the general intention of that Uh, but as Dr. Perez was adding in also when we have you know, the speaker tours that come through and that type of thing. This is really a multi-purpose, you know, both, uh, 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 you know, movie theater, but also for other uh, events and things mm-hmm. that can occur in there. Yeah, it'll Ho- be a wow yeah. space. Hopefully it's a student activity space. That's the goal. Right. Yeah. And if they don't have the movies as often as you want, you need to call Michelle because she's responsible. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we... Um, uh, we'll be watching Moana. <laughs> I have... I have just a few more questions. I know Dr. Perez has another question or two as well, and then we're going wow. to finish Surprise up with uh, oh, we're going to finish <laughs> up with uh, with Kate, our social media coordinator, um, uh, with some um, questions from our viewers or from some present uh, questions. But the only other thing I really want to know is uh, when are we going to start? I know the groundbreaking is next week. When are we going to start seeing the beams go up? The, fellas, if you go out there right now and, and look, and, and what I'll try to do is, is give Kate some pictures that I took on Friday, you'll see some huge concrete pipes that are there. What we have to do is get that infrastructure in place so that reroutes all of the sewer, all of the, the sanitary wastewater. All of that has to be rerouted around that facility. And then once that is done, then we're able to go ahead and drop into place the uh, the beginning footings for the facility. So you've seen us uh, take the buildings down, and you've seen us put the dirt in, and now we're going to come back in and dig the dirt out. Uh, but that's the process that you use because we compact it and make it fit all of our rules and regulations, and uh, so we're moving forward from there. I was wondering if there was anything in an effort to, to stay within budget. Is there anything that was part of the vision that we, are, we, we, we lost along the way? And they say, okay, well, we're not going to be able to do this one thing in, in the new student union. Um, no. <laughs> you know, that's not true because we, we, had, we had students that wanted a climbing wall. We oh, had yeah, students that yeah. wanted, uh, yeah. uh, you know, a swimming pool. We had basketball courts yeah. and racquetball courts. Yeah, yeah all, all of that kind of got laid out at, at the initial part, uh, so we took that out. Uh, the facility is, a, uh, as approved by our trustees, a $45 million construction wow. project. Uh, it includes, uh, uh, you know, all of the things, uh, including one item that, that I'll throw in there that uh, we are adding 
providing solar panels on the top of that oh, facility, fantastic. so there'll be solar uh, energy provided for portions of that building. It, it doesn't do it all. It's not that size. It would take several uh, full acres to do that, but that'll be there from that standpoint uh, uh, to move forward. So no, we didn't. We didn't go in and pare anything out to try to make it meet the budget. Uh, the budget came in. Uh, real close to where we wanted it to be. Uh, as a matter of fact, a fraction under. Uh, so we were able to add a few things back like those solar panels to make sure we had those in place. Well, and we're also committed to a robust fundraising around this. Uh, our goal our goal for this project is to raise uh, $35 million in oh, commitments. Wow. Uh, so, so we hope that the vast majority of this will be covered by outside donations, ultimately. Um, we have, we should be securing with a, a new lead gift that we expect soon to have about $20 million committed on oh the project gosh. very soon. So uh, we're well on our way, but uh, now kind of the heavy lifting uh, begins as we break ground, but yet we're not fully there either. Um, and uh, we've done this with several projects with the medical school and others where we broke ground, but yet we still had some fundraising still yet to do. All right. Here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate, you're up. All right, we do have a couple of questions. Um, both of these are from the original press release when we sent out the news of the groundbreaking on Wednesday. So you've kind of addressed the Oasis already, um, the new and improved Oasis being moved to the building. New and, and improved. New and improved Oasis. We had a, uh, a listener ask us, any idea how we will use the space in that building with most of the facilities in there moving over to the new student union? You know, we have a committee that's working on the placement of all of uh, the areas. Uh, so, so that one isn't completely committed yet, uh, but that will be an area that will be used for, in some way, shape, or form, student services. So we're okay. going to have to build into that uh, facility uh, a way to uh, move someone else from across campus. We did tear down two buildings. So we've got some openings that uh, we've got to fill, and uh, we have some other spaces that we'll be renovating and redoing. The construction of this building opens up spaces in the student union. It opens up spaces in Marsh Banks. It opens up spaces uh, in the uh, uh, Brit Hall, which is yep. the the bookstore currently with them moving out. Those are the three main facilities that we've got big open spaces, and we're going to start shifting people around and working from there. So it'll take us a couple more years to get all that done. Yeah, yeah, of course. And our other question from the audience is, will all student organizations have access to those shared spaces, such as the banquet hall or um, the student shared study spaces in the building that are not already designated as student org offices? Or will those bigger spaces be only for faculty, department events, events of that nature? No, they're all, they're all intended to be all used by students. And yes. not, see, we didn't mention the other spaces. There are group study rooms galore. There's a space for the newspaper. There's a space for the, uh, uh, the annual. There is another big conference room that's in there. There are lots of spaces that are meant to be used by students of all uh, all areas across the campus. That's the goal. You know, and I think the design, and we learned from looking at a lot of other schools uh, uh, whose student unions were heavy with administrative space. In fact, maybe too much administrative space that at five o'clock, significant portions of those buildings went dark. You know, because sure. because the fact the offices would shut down. We did not want that to happen at Campbell. This is a student 
union, Kate. This is for the students, and uh, I think you're going to see that the lights will really never go off here because it's it's for the students and the yeah. student groups. You, know, you, you look colored, look yeah. at this building, and if you see the other side, the entire face of the other side of the building is almost pure glass. The goal is to have a lot of light coming out of that building. We want it to glow. Uh, the, you know, the, the light of the world uh, is there, and so we want this to be the light on top of the hill that people see and, and come to, and, and we want it to be a place for students to, to find places to be. A few more minutes, and then we're going to take a quick break, and uh, I will do a manual slideshow, um, uh, <laughs> making full use of our technology here. But um, last question, and this is an easy one, is uh, tell us about next week's event, next week's groundbreaking ceremony. Well, uh, 2 p.m. on Wednesday, April the 25th, we're going to break ground uh, on this uh, on this wonderful new facility at Campbell University. We'll be Billy in the you know heart of academic circle. Uh, we'll have uh, seating for 250 to 300 people under a large tent, and of course, academic circle is much larger than the tent. We can take uh, endless overflow. So. Uh, come one, come all. The full campus community, alumni, student body, and you know friends and benefactors are invited. Uh, program will probably run 45 minutes to an hour, somewhere in there, and uh, there'll be some light refreshments around uh, the edges, I'm sure, as well. So, yeah, we're excited about it. Red Davis, Jim Roberts, thank you guys so much talking about the student union. Um, we're going to take a quick recess. We're going to keep the live feed going. But uh, we're going to switch out our guests in, in, in just a moment. But thank you guys so much, and uh, good luck next week on the groundbreaking ceremony. I'm very excited about this, and I'm sure everybody else is too. Thank you for having us. We're excited as well. Yep, thanks, All right. I think that's it, and it looks like we have the rest of our crew here. So uh, let me bring my mic back in. And uh, welcome, Dr. Dennis Bazemore, Vice President for Student Life here at Campbell University. We have Jason Hall, who is our um, Assistant Vice President for, uh, I don't have you, admissions. There you go. I didn't have it in front of me. And then um, and then over there on the on the far end of the picture is Brendy Blewett. She will be the next president of our Student Government Association, and she's here to represent the student view of this new student center and uh, our um, student union. Everybody, welcome. I'm starting to get parched now. I've been going at this for 27 minutes now, and we don't usually go this long with it with our podcast. But uh, guys, welcome, and thank you so much for being on because it's really important. We have the, uh, even though two of you are wearing suits, we had the stuffy suits in here earlier to talk about, you know, what this will mean for administration and everything. But you guys are really going to talk to us about what this will mean for students, um, Jason, as uh, as the you know head of admissions here, you have your finger on the pulse of what incoming students think about Campbell University and what what they think Campbell University needs. Uh, and of course, Brenda, you are a student currently, so uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. But Jason, I want to start with you. Um, like I said, you talk to a lot of incoming students, and I imagine you hear what's great about Campbell, but you also hear a lot of why I did not choose to come to Campbell. Um, how does a student union how does the student union play into that as far as students saying, you know, maybe I didn't come to Campbell because dot, dot, dot? Well, you, you know, Billy, I think that the student union is going to be that missing piece of the puzzle for us here on our campus. And uh, I know Dr. Bazemore can attest to this, that, you know, we have to create our own excitement here. We create our own city and atmosphere. And so I think this is going to be that that place where students can just be and just kind of hang out. And, and you know, just it's another place outside of where do I you know, sleep and where I go to class is where I just kind of, you know, hang with friends 
in addition to those different locations. So I think this is going to be a wonderful addition for us here on our campus for the incoming students. So it's always, you know, hard to show what this is going to be and in their minds help them understand this huge building. But it's going to be here in August of 19, so we're very excited about that and the opportunities that it will bring for us. Dr. Baysmore, Vice President of student, for Student Life, I don't know if I said that correctly earlier, but for Student Life, Student Life is a very important phrase, and uh, um, you you hear the good and the bad from students. Uh, what when, when we were putting this together as a university, um, what were some of the biggest needs that you heard from students, what well, they wanted from this? One thing missing here at Cam University has been a living room, if you mm -hmm. want to put it in the, the example of a house. We've had a very decentralized uh, student life operation on this campus with functions in all in buildings spread all across this campus. This is going to bring it together and it will be that gathering place that Mr. Hall has already spoken about, but be a centrally localized place where a lot of activity will happen. The location of it is a prime place on this campus, prime real estate, and it's going to meet so many needs of connecting with one another and being in the same place together at the same time instead of having to go all these different places around campus to participate in the various activities and services that are offered through student life. So we're looking for that, that living room that we've just not had here. And the living room is going to be the place where they're going to spend a lot of time at it outside of being in the classroom or being in the residence hall. I think a lot of universities are trying to shed the label, and it's a it's a bad word, but of a suitcase campus. And um, I don't see it as much at Campbell as I do at other universities, but there's some truth to the fact that some students go home on the weekends, and it's just because they think that's where they need to be. Um, was that in mind when uh, you guys were thinking of what this building was going to be? Well, surely it was, because this building and all that's going to be in this building and the services that are going to be offered through this building are going to help us with what happens here on the weekends. We have lacked some things on the weekends, and I think the reason students have left here. But having this facility open and the kind of things that they can do in this facility will certainly help us on the weekends. I remember just a few years ago, um, university administration had a time to sit with the uh, men's and women's basketball coach after the season was over just to hear about their season and what was coming up the next year. And they came in separately to meet with the administration that morning. Each one of them were asked a question at the end of their conversation back and forth, what is one thing Camel can do that can help your program? Both of those coaches said, we need a student union, somewhere that our student athletes can go on the weekend outside of the athletic facilities and enjoy some time together, eat together, do some other things there together, sit and talk together, have these opportunities. Both coaches said that was one of the biggest needs that we had for their basketball teams. And I hear that all across campus. This is such a need for us. Well, athletes are unique, are in a unique situation because a lot of them don't have the luxury of being able to leave the campus. So this would be very important to them, I imagine. Absolutely. You're exactly right. All right, Brendy, I'm going to ask you to uh, be honest with us. <laughs> um, again, staying on the, uh, on the subject of why Campbell needs this, tell us as a student what either your own experience or what you hear your, your classmates say um, about some of what Campbell lacks on the weekends or what they lack during the week when it comes to a social gathering place. 
Um, well, I often hear students talking about how there's not much to do on the weekends, or if they want to do something, they have to go to, you know, Holly Springs or Fuquay, and they don't really want to make that drive. So I feel like this would provide an opportunity for students just to hang out together, watch movies together, um, just provide some more opportunities to do something on the weekends instead of just, you know, being in your friend's room or hanging out in the library, because that's not something you always want to do every Friday or Saturday. And for you personally, what uh, I know this will, you will be graduated. Does that sound correct? You will be graduated. You will have graduated. Yeah, you will have, you will have graduated by the time this goes up. And, uh, but, um, you know, hopefully you'll come back as an alum. But, uh, um, and actually the, the wording there just completely tossed out what I was trying to get out with this question. But so you will have graduated. So you won't, as a student, you won't get to experience, I guess, what this building has to offer. But um, what do you think will be most important to students? Like the one thing that when this thing is built that you think they'll gravitate towards? Honestly, just having a space to hang out. Um, like Dr. Bazemore said earlier, there's a lot of spaces to hang out, but they're spread out around campus. Like You have the Lundy Lounge and Lundy Fetterman. You have the library. Um, there's a little spot in D. Rich to hang out, but there's not one central place where all students can go and hang out together. So I think that'll be really important, and it'll really be utilized once the student union is up. Uh, Jason, um, I imagine since this announcement has been made and since we've received some of these images of what this will look like, that it has been an important um, admissions tool for you, a recruiting tool. Uh, what are incoming students saying when they see these images and when they hear about what's coming? Yeah, I think, Billy, the, the one word that comes to mind is wow. And you know, they're very excited because when I get a chance to, to meet with a, a prospective student, when they come in, I use the Campbell Leeds magazine because that's my, probably the most lifelike version of the actual the same exactly <laughs> so I, I try to take them on our front porch of admissions because it's overlooking the spot that we're going to actually have this facility and i'll say just take a look and i always point over to the convocation center and i'll say as you tour campus take in mind the fact that this building we're going to build is about ten thousand square foot larger than the, the facility you see to my right and so i think it's just all they look mm -hmm. at it and just kind of look from the standpoint of you're going to have what now it's going to be where and I tell people that a lot of times construction is not attractive. You know, so a student coming in right now for August doesn't fully understand the gravity of what's going to take place here. And, and when I think when steel starts to come from the ground, it'll be even easier to help sell this. But right now we have a picture, and we're excited about that. But I think they're excited about the cinema and the two-story workout facility and the, the huge cafeteria, which I say takes pressure off the library because it'll be a hangout space, as she just alluded to. And so then you've got the, the smoothie bars and all these different areas just confined in the one building. And so it's really a big, big selling point for us for the incoming class, but I think even more so for the next year's class, looking they actually can see the skeleton coming out of the ground. Is it easier to show them the current dirt that's there as opposed to when Kitchen and Baldwin Halls were there and you were saying it's going to be there? Is it still easier, though, to point to that dirt and to those it is, dozers? It and, is. That's okay. the, the most beautiful dirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, uh, and so when they can actually see that because you need to see that when, when people talk about on a college campus, we have plans for this. You know, anybody can say we have plans for something, but unless you've actually started taking things down to bring something back up, you can just merely say you have plans, but it's not anything in action. Brindy, I wanted to interrupt with, with what you were describing. Yep. Are, what's the hubbub with students? Are students talking about it? Do the students who are here currently today, do they see that and think of 
what's going to be in the future? Students are very excited about it. I get questions all the time asking about the dining there or like what all it will entail. Um, even seniors are really excited about it and asking me questions, which is really good. So so they can you know come back and experience experience it too. But yeah, everyone's very excited for it. Um, you know, people just can't wait for it to be here. That is a perfect segue to some of our audience questions here. Um, first question we have is what different eating options will be available? We talked a little bit about the Oasis and the fresh eating of options right across from the exercise facility. Do you guys have anything to add to that? Do you know any details on that? Well, there are going to be different stations in um, Gaylord's Kitchen. Gaylord's <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> which, is, which is the wording that the students have chosen and selected That's for that made that large dining facility <laughs> would be called Gaylord's Kitchen. There will be different stations in there. There will be an area to get um, hamburgers and pizzas and sandwiches. There's going to be a barbecue station in there where they're going to have a smoker in there where they can smoke meat and have that to serve. There will be an international type station in there. There will be a big salad bar here. So I think there's going to be five different stations that students can walk through strategically designed in the main dining hall where they'll be able to get food. And we're even working to have different uh, wares there to use so it won't be all the same plates and things in each station. It's going to be very, very unique. Yep. Okay. That's correct. Amazing. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but currently we have a bookstore slash gift shop. Am I correct in saying that on the first floor um, of this facility there will be a new, like, camel gift shop or, like, a clothing store or something like that is that am i correct in that it will be barnes and nobles will have more of a sports wear store for okay. camel university gear it's going to be called the bazaar oh cool and uh, students selected that as well they were involved in selection and naming of these areas in the building and uh, so it's going to be where they can get all the camel gear get all the camel wear uh, those kind of things the books will be in a different location and i know you have more kate but I want to stay on the student involvement part. What else did student, um, what other student input played a big role in the final plans for this building? Okay. Students were involved really in the initial planning of it and programming it. We involved a lot of students in there with the architects and uh, with the, the planning the building, the different spaces that we needed in the building. And then they were very much involved in the naming, as I've already said, about the different areas as well as they were very involved in the graphics. We had a, a, a group of students in there when they presented the different graphics to us in all the different locations. So they've had a lot of participation um, in getting this building designed as we uh, look forward to seeing it be constructed. What's the, the, the date that we anticipated being ready to occupy? Do we know? Like two years from now, three years from now? August 2019 is my understanding. That's what I understand. August yeah. 2019. Which is a year and a half. That's... Yeah. That's cool. that's very close. That's <laughs> but once very it ever close. starts, it's going to go pretty quick. I mean, it, it's um, yeah. it, it's something that's exciting. I know the seniors who are graduating. It's it's sad to say, but I. I know. Oh no, we yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're getting getting some from the outside here. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we're it's, it's pretty. That's, that's, <laughs> it's no, going to open. It's going to open eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to open eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, it'll go pretty quick. It'll go pretty that's how bad we needed yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> Correct, Billy. Okay. Yes, correct. Uh, um, okay, so one one little fact that I heard was uh, some of the bricks from the kitchen in Baldwin Halls will be used 
I think it's uh, I heard it was for a fireplace in in this facility, and it'll be like the Baldwin fireplace or the kitchen kitchen or whatever whatever you're gonna call it. But what other like little things that that you've heard along the way are you excited? Oh no, I'm getting a, a no on this one too. <laughs> okay, so that's not going to happen. But what are some little things about this that maybe aren't in the the big plans for this that that you've heard that you're excited about? Well, they are gonna take. Um, uh, the markers from Baldwin and Kitchen, and they will be placed in the building That's in awesome. a strategic location. And um, and SGA has now, when well, a senior class, there's a senior class has proposed their gift to be one of these wall waterfalls that oh, goes yeah. on the oh, wall, nice. and uh, maybe the seal of camel behind it. And Mr. Roberts has sent that to the architects to see if they can incorporate that in the building as a gift from the senior class. Maybe in the oasis area, when you think about that and water in a, in a desert-like setting, would be a real nice place where they can have that wall waterfall, I think would be a good way to call that. How, how do you see alumni using this building? Oh, well, some of us in this room are graduates yep, of Camelot. I, exactly. I think they're going to show up and go, wow, like Mr. Hall has already said, when he's offered this to new students coming. There's going to be a lot of wow for alums. I mean, I was a student here in the 70s. We would have wished for a student union back in the 70s. <laughs> right. So it's been a need at Campbell for a long, long time, like the convocation. And when that was completed, it was a tremendous wow. Even to all the returning uh, alums that showed up and see that building that was built there and remembering what used to be there, I mean, they're just floored by it and excited about it. I think alums are going to be the same way. They're going to come back to Campbell for different things throughout the year, but particularly on homecoming weekend. Think about what we can do in that facility for alums on homecoming weekend, how we can entertain them there and offer some resources to them there. And they're just going to go wow again and again and again that now at Cam University we have this tremendous student union built in that location. You know, I think, Billy, that it also increases more pride mm. in the university yeah. as an alum. I think the fact that... I look at all. The, yeah, I think all the things we've added in the last ten or fifteen years has really increased the pride in the university as an alum. I know I graduated back in the late nineties, but I mean, I, just, and I work here and I see it every day. But you still, it's amazing the comments we receive out in the public and the community about how much Campbell has changed in, in the last twenty years. Uh, it's not the Campbell it used to be and those types of things. And so when alums come back, I, I see this building as making an experience for them and their children. Mm -hmm. where they may come to a sporting event or come to homecoming, but yet not just stay for that one event and then leave, but stay and extend their visit to campus by utilizing some of this. Maybe they just hang out, go to the cafeteria, go somewhere and just kind of be, just like the students will. What's going to be within the fitness center? It's going to be a complete fitness center complex. Uh, it's been designed by some people that, that build out these fitness centers with the type of equipment. So there's going to be all, yeah. <laughs> be all kinds of equipment for workout. Uh, it looks like we're going to have one, two, three, four. <laughs> there's going to be a, a lot, a lot of equipment in there. When you're talking about a two-story facility, and you'll be able to have um, more than three times the students that we can actually have in the current facility. That's amazing. So. Yeah different kind of stations doing different kind of workouts and following the latest trends in fitness centers is how I see us outfitting this once we get the building up and running. And, and I think to even kind of parlay on that is to say there's a room at the end they can subdivide. Yes. They can be used for like Zumba and Pilates and maybe right. even at the same time. It's, it's going to be a really a multifunctional type yeah. facility. That's great. What else you got, Kate? Let me check, see if anything has been... I'm super excited to 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 vision the in, engagement that's going to be in there. To see all the students in there, night and day, 
taking that step to own the campus so that that's, this is going to be a, a huge opportunity for, the, for students who need a place to feel like they belong. Yeah. They can find that in our student union. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to how you help us, Brindy, as well as the yeah. future student government leadership um, in making sure that we maximize the use of that space. Brindy, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. And Billy, I also think we're going to see more student faculty engagement outside the classroom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This will be a place where faculty can say to a student, you know, meet me at the student union. I'll be there. Let's have coffee together there. Let's sit there and chat. And the way it's going to be set up, they can have a very comfortable place where they can sit. So I think it's going to change some of the opportunities that faculty currently have with students just because of what this building is going to be able to offer. I mean, they go to Starbucks now, or they even some of them go down the street to another place and meet with students, but this will be a real place for faculty to meet with students one-on-one -on -one or in small groups. Brindy, as somebody who will... Um who will be gone when it's built, but definitely coming Why back. Keep rubbing that in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's going to go to grad school here or something. I am getting somewhere with this. I'm getting somewhere with this. It, I hear a lot of students that they're very excited about it, but there is kind of a, oh, I wish this would have been two years ago. Is But is there still kind of a, like a legacy element for current students? Like uh, there a, a bit of pride in that um, you guys had the input into it and you guys... Um, watch to go from the ground up and that you'll be here when it when it first opens. Uh, talk a little bit about that pride element. I think there's definitely a pride element, even among SGA members. Um, my freshman year, I remember whenever they were first planning the student union, I actually got to give my input on what I would like to see in there, and a few other SGA members had that opportunity as well. And even though some of them are graduating, they're like, oh, I... I made my input for this student union and now it's happening and even um, way back those three years ago I remember asking well how long is this going to take to build and um, the lady who was asking me the question said okay so we have a normal standard plan then we have a fast track plan and then here's Campbell so <laughs> she, she was really emphasizing that we were trying to make this happen as quickly as possible and it's just amazing to me that I gave that freshman year, which was 2015, and it'll be done in 2019, given all the input and everything that's gone into it. I think it'll that's be really amazing to see. That's awesome. Elliot Acosta has a good question. Yeah. We do have one. We have actually two more questions. Okay. The first one is from Elliot Acosta. Anything exciting happening with the old student center? Well, with the new facility opening, and we do have a committee that's working with the master planners and all, it's gonna open other buildings up. And there's a lot of ideas out there of what might happen with the old facility, what might happen in Britt Hall. All that's not been finalized yet, but it's in the planning stages. Ideas are being thrown out there, different departments may be moving. So it's kinda of gonna be like a domino effect. You get into this building, it opens other things up, and people be able to move around some and really meet some needs that yeah. Campbell has right now with respect to space. Yeah, I know. I've, I haven't been here long, but we do have a couple of buildings that are kind of annex right now for other departments who are mm -hmm. also getting new buildings. So that's kind of an exciting opportunity that they'll have more space for more improvements in their own buildings. Yes. So that's oh. great. I think that's our last Facebook Live question, but we had an Instagram user ask us if there will any if there will be any special activities on the opening day. I know that's a couple years in the future well, now. Yeah. Sure. The answer will be yes. Absolutely. Yeah, there will be a committee yeah. put together for the actual opening. And then there will probably be down the road at some other time a, a dedication okay. event. So it's going to be big when it's open. Yeah. Very, very big.
I think one thing I would add right quick Billy, yeah, before we finish ahead. up is that the fact that what Brendy was saying earlier is that, and I share with students, is that when Campbell students now make a comment or a suggestion or, or voice their opinions, that it's heard mm-hmm. and that we're taking the students' well-being in, into account and what they really want to see take place because right now so many colleges are doing different things mm-hmm. in, in their attempt to attract students. And so it's always nice that I can share with students when they come that you can share your opinions, you can you can voice your your thoughts and your your concerns, and we'll address those as best we can. We can't build a thirty-five million dollar student union every year, but we can bring in different eateries and do some things and add majors and whatnot. So Campbell's been very proactive since about two thousand and three, and what we've been able to accomplish. So. Great. Well, we are at the fifty-minute mark, and uh, I allotted forty minutes, so that means it's a good thing because we had plenty to talk about. But I want to thank everybody who was on with us today and uh, for, for doing this. And I will say that we did have a lot of people coming in and out of this uh, of this Facebook Live broadcast here. And we got a lot of good comments. Um, I see we just had another one that just came up. So we have Okay, now we're getting a lot of comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened to the big tree in front of the new admissions building? And, uh, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll come back and talk. We've got another year and a half before this thing goes up, and uh, maybe we'll come back, do another one of these as we get closer whenever you start seeing the building go up. Uh, maybe a little bit before that building opens, we'll do another one of these. So um, thank you guys so much. I do want to say uh, I want to thank everybody who was involved in this. Uh, Dr. Perez, Sarah Harden is kind of producing this in the other room over there. Um, she's our director of marketing. Uh, Kate Stoneburner, our social media coordinator. I want to thank Dr. Britt Davis. I want to thank Mr. Jim Roberts. I want to thank uh, Mr. Jason Hall. I want to thank Dr. Dennis Bazemore. And I want to thank Miss Brendy Blewett. And uh, we, yeah, I think I got everybody there. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, thank you for everybody who participated. Um, Again, the groundbreaking ceremony is Wednesday, April 25th at 2 p.m. It will be in the academic circle. A lot of speakers. This will be a nice celebratory event. Uh, A lot of forward-looking in this event, and so uh, we're really excited about it. We'd love to see a big crowd out there, students, alumni. If you're in town, we'd love for you to come out as well. Um, This is a big thing. This is why we went live for this, and uh, I think it went well. So thank you, everybody. Let's uh, give everybody a round of applause. All right, right, I'm going to push finish, and uh, sorry, John, we'll get your question. And there's there's a, okay, Jim Roberts has answered. The big tree has a large fence around it to protect it for the future. There you go. So we can't, yeah. So bye, everybody. Thank you for watching, and uh, this will go on our podcast rhymes with orange this will be broadcast tomorrow for everybody and you can watch this anytime as well so thank you very much and uh, we'll see you next time